Good morning. Good morning to you. Wow, things are, you know, I feel like they are just getting busy, busy, busy. We always get a, a somewhat of a, a break during the summer, but boy, there is a lot going on in the county. It's a Wednesday, so that means we are going to turn our attention and spend some time talking with Miss Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand about elder law. Good morning to you, Sherry. How are you today? I'm good, um, Amy. You know, today's the first day of fall. So let's talk about having a break in the summertime. We've lost our summer now. Now we're into the the fall season. You know, the year is just clipping away here so quickly. It really, really is. But you know, I wish, um, I wouldn't be sad if our temperature could drop just a little. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's a little bit of those, those northern fallish temperatures. No cold. Doesn't need to be cold, but uh, non-90 would be nice. Yeah, maybe just just a wee bit less humid. Would be yeah, that would work too. But, you know, judging from the uh, cloud bank that I drove through this morning, getting over here from DeLand, it was very, very thick fog that I'm not used to seeing. So there's probably something out there. Uh, but, well, and I know our rain chances are uh, ticking up here for the next uh, few days. So give yourself extra time on the road yes, for be sure. Careful. Please be careful. Visibility is <laughs> not very good today. So, Miss Sherry, when folks call your office or they reach out for your services, can we talk about what all of those parts are when you talk about an estate plan? You know, uh, Amy, oftentimes I get phone calls from people who are looking for an estate plan or, you know, are you an estate planning lawyer? And I'll say yes. And they'll say, well, and then we'll have a conversation and they'll say, well, do you do powers of attorney? And, and so sometimes there's a question about what kind of attorney do you need to do these different documents? And, you know, I typically say that an estate plan is like a three-legged stool, but more recently I've kind of gone to a four-legged stool, a four-legged chair maybe even. One is uh, documents that um, uh, provide for your dispositive intent, so whether it's a trust or a will, you know, where your assets go after you pass away. The second leg is um, disability planning documents, and these are documents that aren't any good after you die, but are very helpful if you become incapacitated or need assistance with things while you're still alive. And this would be your, your, uh, your durable power of attorney, your health care power of attorney or health care surrogate, as we refer to it here in Florida, um, and, and maybe even your um, uh, decisions for um, uh, end-of-life care, so like your living will. So those, those, that's what I, those are what I put in the disability documents category. Uh, more and more, I think it's super important that people plan or have a plan for long-term care. How do we, how do we um, cover the very likely chance that you're going to need some assistance in your home or you're going to need to live someplace where you have assistance that's going to cost money above and beyond your ordinary cost of, of living? And my fourth leg now is going to be is a prepaid um, funeral. Uh, I've, I've encountered a number of situations with conflicts among family members over um, plan, funeral planning, who's going to pay for it, and, um, and, and all of the um, fine uh, funeral homes that we have in our area here do offer pre-planning services where you can uh, plan your own funeral ahead of time. You know, that's how you get the mm-hmm. funeral that you want, you know, whether you want a fancy one or not fancy one. Um, and you can make arrangements to pay for that. Either you pay for it, just write them a check and pay for it in full at one time, or you can make payments over time. You can even assign a life insurance policy to the funeral home 
to pay for it. So there's a variety of ways to take care of that. But more and more, I'm seeing conflict over those kind of things. And quite honestly, with unfortunately, our our uptick in 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 uh, in deaths in the in the community, uh, it's important to have these arrangements made, you know, in, in in place so that everyone is not rushing. And it's a very stressful time. I really think that's probably one of the key things that you get family all together. And every no one knows what to do. And everyone's trying to do everything. And and um, things can really overload. So, you know, so of course in our office, what we deal with is, is the document side of things. Um, uh, we can recommend um, folks to counsel you with respect to the financial side. And of course, always make referrals to our area funeral homes. So that's kind of, you know, what we view as an estate plan. And so, uh, you know, and so whether somebody comes to us for the whole thing or it's just, I, you know, we just need a power of attorney or, my mom's, you know, did her power of attorney in another state and it's not signed in a way that makes it valid in Florida. We need to do another one. Um, you know, we can do it in piecemeal as well. And most lawyers do do that. But but what we look at in doing all these documents is sort of the whole picture. We want to make sure that, the, all, you know, all these areas are covered and that there aren't any obvious holes in it. It really can make such a difference. And until you're in the throes of of grief when you lose a loved one and you you also have to be making decisions very quickly it takes so much of that off of off of your plate well that's really goes back to the funeral i mean let's flat back you know flashback a couple of months ago when i had to do this myself uh with my, my father and uh, there were a lot of decisions to be made fairly quickly and people were like you know chop chop what about this what about that i'm like you know wait you know you know i i need to collect myself i need to think about these things and so um so some of those decisions do need to be made, and it, it would be, and honestly, it would have been helpful to me if my dad had sat down and at least written some of this stuff out himself, uh, because then I would be sure that I got it right or sure that I was doing the right thing that way. But it really, it's just important. It's one of those things that if you, you know, it's, it's, it's a business thing that re- unfortunately has to be done, has to be taken care of. But if, if you can do it in advance, that allows your family to take care of, your family members to take care of each other rather than potentially just sort of, you know, you know, going at each other's necks over a disagreement or, you know, one person, one kid thinks you want this, one kid thinks you want that. Both of them are sure, you know, right. go to their graves themselves knowing this is what you wanted, but maybe you wanted something else, but you just didn't feel like causing a problem. So you just didn't say anything. Um, I to tell people is, you know, whatever you want, you, you want that, but don't be telling people different stuff because then it creates when you're gone, it creates a lot of issue and hard feelings and emotions that people can't deal with. So when we come back, let's talk specifics about that and, and some of the ways all of that can be avoided. We are focusing this Wednesday morning on Elder Law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. We'll be back with more. You are listening to the great voice of Alusha County on the stations of WSBB Radio. Thanks for listening. I love this station. We must be doing something right. The stations of WSBB. WSBB.
This fall, the Athens Theater DeLand gives you a chance to hone your sleuthing skills with the live action fun of Clue. Sure, you might think you are prepared for this mystery. You've played the game, watched the movie, know all the players and suspects, perhaps even the weapons and rooms they were used in. But the outcomes in this play are a little harder to judge. Head to the Athens Theater and prepare to laugh at this satirical farce filled with macabre and quirky fun. Clue live at the Athens Theater, September September 24th through October 17th. For tickets, call 386-736-1500 or visit the box office off of North Florida Avenue in DeLand. Special protocols have been implemented to ensure a safe experience for all. And that does include extra sanitation, mask requirements, and staggered arrival times. So be sure to reserve your space early. For tickets or more information, visit us online at AthensDeLand.com. 2020 showed us just how uncertain life can be, and the year brought some major changes for so many. Do your will, estate plan, and last wishes still meet your needs? Aiken Law can help answer your questions and make any updates that may be necessary. Take charge in 2021 and get an estate plan review. If you don't already have an estate plan, now is the time to get all those documents in order. Sherry Aiken can help you take care of your affairs by advising you on the necessary steps to carry out your final wishes, help you put those plans in place, and ensure you have all the necessary documents in order and up to date. Phone and video appointments are available. Call Aiken Law at 386-738-5599 or visit them online at aiken-law.com. That's A-K-I-N-L-A-W.com. Your way, We are back. We are focusing this Wednesday morning on elder law. Talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. It's something we do each and every Wednesday at this time. I'm still getting used to saying it. It's Wednesday, it's, not it's Wednesday now. Wednesday, yes. Miss Sherry, if folks want to reach out and get in touch with you, maybe they're listening to the program today and some things are hitting home for them. What's a good way for them to reach out to you? They can call me over in DeLand. That is at uh, 386 Seven three eight five five nine nine, or you can email me at radio at Aiken, and that's spelled A K I N hyphen little dash law l a w dot com. So we've been talking about all of the different parts that make up and consist of an estate plan, and how important it is to do this in advance and be proactive, and it can just eliminate so many headaches. You know, your final wishes are going to be honored in the way that you wanted them to be. When you talk about making those funeral arrangements in advance, you know, it's funny when when my grandmother passed, nothing was done. And I remember we were running around like chickens and we were sad, but having to make it made all the difference because at the same time, we went ahead and did some of that pre-planning for my grandfather. And when he passed, just the difference was amazing. How often do you run into a situation where, Maybe those, even if you don't want to pre-plan a funeral, is there a way that you can add into the estate, I do wish to be buried or I wish to be cremated because I know that that can create an issue if... It, it, very, <laughs> it very much can. And, you know, I even had a case once where one family member stole the cremains of the deceased family member from the funeral home. 
We had to get the sheriff oh involved. It was, it, was, it was awful. It was really awful. But um, uh, Florida law does permit you to designate a responsible person either in a separate writing or specifically in your will. And you would designate a responsible person and name this one individual to be uh, the person who's going to make those decisions. Otherwise, Florida law has a uh, priority kind of a list, a spouse if you're survived by a spouse, children. So if you've got eight children, any one of the eight children, so that's normally where you run into the issue here, is that the children have different ideas about things um, than parents uh, if, if you don't have children. But um, a, a better idea is to, and like, so you don't have necessarily have to have like a funeral, you know, necessarily, I mean, if you want people to, to speak or if you have ideas, I mean, that's a really, that's really helpful for your family, regardless of how close you may be to your surviving family members. They don't necessarily know the intricate, you know, personal, you know, ins and outs of your day-to-day life. And so they don't, may not necessarily appreciate whom you might want to speak. But you may not actually not want one. And so, you know, in, in making the funeral arrangements, typically the arrangements you're making initially is, is through the funeral home. So we're dealing with the mortuary services as to, you know, do you want to be cremated? Do you want to be buried? You know, what casket? You know, do you have a pre Do you already own a, a cemetery plot? I mean, I've mm-hmm. got, you know, I've got kids coming in. And so I thought mom said something about a family plot up in West Virginia or something, but I don't, you know, I don't know anything about it. Can't really remember. We never went there, you know. So everyone, you know, it's, everyone's kind of scrambling around at a time. They're not thinking straight anyway and trying to scramble around looking for information that they may or may not have direct access to. And uh, like I said, these things typically, you know, you know, you want to try to get this done within at least a couple weeks, you know, of, of, of somebody passing away. I think there is a law, but um, but again, with COVID things, you know, some things are mm-hmm. delayed here. But but the important part of how do you want to be remembered, you know, your obituary, there's a lot of information that is um, on your death certificate. And uh, whereas, you know, I like to think that your surviving children or whatever would know your, your parents' names and where you were born and stuff like that. Sometimes not, you know, especially maybe if you're maybe if your your mother's father was was absent or something, you know, something like that. So, you know, s- something as basic as just p- filling out the basic information on the death certificate form. Um, there's a, there's a worksheet, mm-hmm. you know, you know, level of education, that kind of la- last work, those kind of things. Um, uh, espe- and if you're not survived by children and maybe just close friends and stuff like that, again, that's really important information to go on and have written down so that uh, there's a, a, a solid, at a minimum, a genealogical record of, of, of your life. Uh, they're um, encapsulated in your death certificate. So there's a lot of little details like that. If you want uh, to be, you know, if you want a fancy um, memorial surface or whatever, you mm-hmm. can kind of at least make the, you know, have the, the, the roughings in for that. But if you don't, you can specifically say that, you know, and so at least that, that guidance is in the file of the, uh, of the funeral home when the actual time comes to guide the everybody else's. We've talked before about how important it is, you know, it, folks that kind of try to go at things alone and, and maybe they go online and, 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 or, you know, they fill something out and, and it needs to be filed with the court. Well, again, your, your documents and stuff like that, and of course the, the funeral stuff is, you know, is really is outside right. the court. And uh, although sometimes we, you know, the personal representative ends up paying for it, you know, using your assets after you pass away um, to pay, to pay for the funeral. And it goes back to how do we allocate assets 
um, and make sure that there are probate assets or that if somebody is inheriting your bank account directly, that they understand that that bank account is to be used to pay for these things. And again, you know, things like the funeral expenses. And so sometimes we have that work just fine. And sometimes we don't. Sometimes, you know, it's like, well, mom gave me this money. She wanted me to have it. I'm not using any of it to help pay for her funeral, but then potentially leaving other people, you know, other family members on the hook to, to take care of that, which is not really the correct or moral thing to do. But, but if there's going to be a dispute, you know, if you've got children who are going to fight about these things, and it's one of the things that, you know, we, we try to help flesh out in our lengthy estate planning conferences with clients. Um, again, we, we don't make the funeral arrangements. We, we tell you you should go sure, do them. Sure, sure. But we do try to flesh out exactly the degree of, of potential conflict that there could be. And my goal is, you know, I can't promise that I can, you know, prevent conflict. But my goal is that anything that I write isn't going to be the source of any conflict. And so we try to help identify, again, these holes. And so, you know, again, the first part is your, your will or your trust or something. And basically, you know, any document that's in writing, signed by you at the end, witnessed by two people and notarized is a will. Whatever it says could be garbage. But right. that is the legal definition of a will. And so that's why you're, it's really important to have somebody, uh, to, to engage somebody who is knowledgeable about all these details. And you would be just that expert. We're going to pick your brain a little bit more about some of these things as we focus this Wednesday morning on elder law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We will be back with more. You're listening to the Great Voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. People are talking about the variety on WSBB. It's not the same old thing. Another good song and then another good song. The Great Voice of Volusia County. WSBB. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Don't let damages slow you down. In-N-Out Cell Repair in Edgewater delivers fast, affordable, high-quality repairs for your phones, laptops, even tablets, too. Cracked screen, water damage, from buttons to batteries. The experts at In-N-Out have you covered. Need a replacement part? How about the latest in accessories? Want to upgrade and save cash, too? Be sure to check out the huge selection of refurbished items, all at the best possible prices. And with the fastest service around, In-N-Out will have you in and out in in no time. Open Monday through Saturday, 2327 South Ridgewood Avenue in the Pelican Cove Shopping Plaza, Edgewater. Call 386-410-5872. That's 410-5872. Shopping, dining, arts, parks, entertainment, history. It's all part of the award-winning Florida Main Street community of Main Street DeLand. Make a day or night of our authentic, thriving, great American town where we've learned to cherish our past while moving forward. You'll find plenty to do with a calendar filled to the brim with special events and family-friendly activities. Our community is flush with culture. Whether you're looking for a unique gift, unparalleled dining, or just the perfect date night out, you'll find unconditional hospitality waiting to welcome you to America's best Main Street, Main Street DeLand. Find out what's happening and what's coming up by visiting MainStreetDeLand.org. 
This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Now that medical marijuana is being used in Florida, you need information. Just log on to the Mary YouTube video cast to learn about medical marijuana use in Florida. We talk to doctors, nurses, pastors, pharmacists, legislators, and law enforcement officials to bring you the most up-to-date information about medical marijuana use in Florida. Subscribe and never miss an update. And we are back, continuing our focus on elder law this Wednesday morning, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. Ms. Sherry, again, for folks that are listening this morning, if they want to reach out and get in touch with you, what is a good way for them to do that? Again, give me a call over in DeLand at 386-738-5599. Email me at radio at aiken-law.com or stop by to see us in our offices. We're located just west of downtown DeLand at 600 West New York Avenue. So we've been talking about all of the parts that make up an estate plan. And, you know, the pre-planning of the funeral aside, when you talk about, um, you know, hey, I this is where I would like my house to go. Um, my bank account on death, you know, I would like this person to have access to it. If something happens and I'm medically incapacitated, I would like this person to make choices on my behalf. So say this, this is written down. You've got your two witnesses. It's been notarized, but it's sitting in a lockbox somewhere or your desk drawer. What what constitutes the legality of that? Does it, it needs to come out of the desk drawer well, no, and be somebody, filed? Yeah, somebody, you know, somebody for, for your will, obviously we need, um, it's preferred. I can't say we need to, but it's preferred that the original of your will be provided to the court because that needs to actually be, the, the court keeps that. The other documents, photocopies would work. So um, typically we provide our clients with uh, scanned copies So and we email them to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and also we um, uh, we keep a photo, we keep a copy, actually we keep one original copy of everything in our office. And just in case there is a situation where, you know, you've had an emergency, you're in a hospital, your family member, your nominated family member's out of state, well, they can call us, give us authorization. We can call and make sure that, you know, in fact, this, you know, we've got an emergency here and then we can provide the documents to um, uh, the, the, the hospital or whomever based upon a, uh, you know, a, a, an order that a pre, pre-signed order we have in our office with our clients. So, so we keep a copy. We have a scanned copy. It's a good idea when you do these at a minimum tell, you don't necessarily have to give them out. As a matter of fact, we discourage people from giving out the powers of attorney because they're, they're active right now and we don't want you know, you, them to be used inappropriately. But, um, but you should say, Hey child, you know, I saw the lawyer, here's my lawyer's name. Here's her business card. Uh, we did all these documents and everything and they are in the house in the bureau by my bedroom, by my, by my bed or something like that, wherever they are. Um, if you hit a point where you actually do think you're going to need that assistance, uh, you would uh, hand would would provide that to the person. The other thing you would do, though, is I do strongly recommend that people give copies of their healthcare surrogate and their living will, if they've signed one, to their medical professional, so that it's in your records somewhere, like a doctor, a doctor, or... Or something like that. And they tip it; they don't keep them; they scan them in. You know, no one keeps paper anymore, so uh, so that there's at least a record of it there. You don't necessarily have to have a um, uh, you know, keep it folded up in the glove compartment of your card, 
um, we do use a service called DocuSign um, that um, our DocuBank that keeps these documents and you have a little card that you carry and then you're, you're, the doctor can then dial the 1-800 number and provide the little pin code and get the documents from those as well. So there's a number of ways to have those documents available without just carrying them on your person. And do you also recommend that something be given to the bank as well? No. No. Not until you're ready to use it. Okay. If you've given it to the bank, um, you were telling the bank it's okay to rely upon it. And okay. so, you, you know, until you hit that point where you're actually need or ready for have a child or whomever you've nav- nominated to actually make um, financial transactions with your accounts, I'd say we say don't do that. Miss Sherry, one more time really quick before we have to let you go. Give us that phone number again. 386-738-5599. Always a pleasure. Always and too short. It is. We will be back again next Wednesday, same place, same time. Do this all over again. Going to make way now for CBS News. It's coming up at the top of the hour. And then we'll get you right back to more of the very best music to get you through this Wednesday. Do make it a great today.